This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. One dove will fly no more at Prince's Place. White Prince's female white dove divinity had fans. When the singer died of an accidental fentanyl overdose in 2016, the bird remained at his iconic Paisley Park compound and could be seen during tours. Her health had been declining due to age, and at 28, divinity surpassed the average lifespan of most doves. She died Tuesday. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. A couple of guys from the 90s with bad shags are back for a Super Bowl ad. Welcome to Roseville. Pretty ugly. Mike Pretty Myers and Dana Carvey have That's recruited a, a hip-hop star for their Uber Eats spot. We'd never shamelessly rely on a celebrity cameo. Right, Cardi B? Yeah, eat local. Cardi dances and sings with the duo. Excellent. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from Upstairs. Yeah, take it seriously. When I play R&B at 1 in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, Upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. 
What's in store this week at Staples? Everything you need for a totally productive workspace. Staples has the technology, supplies, and furniture you need to upgrade your workspace at amazing prices. Like right now, select chairs are 40% off. Plus, when you buy any office chair, get 25% off all desks, file cabinets, chair mats, bookcases, and lighting purchases. Shop in store or pick up curbside. Upgrade your workspace and save at Staples. See staplesconnect.com for details. Ends 22721. In store only while supplies last. Curbside available at most stores. Since 1972, Dan Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dan Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dan Electric At Siemens Grocery, their customers expect a wholesome, friendly environment when they walk through the door. With Siemens, they mix a little old with a little new, and that's why they stand out from those big box stores. Quality, convenience, and cleanliness is what you'll find when you walk into Siemens Grocery. Eddie's vision still inspires them today, and that's what makes them special. Siemens Grocery on West Union Street, locally owned since 1951. When there's something strange looking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-362-2000, 362-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. I'm a private real estate investor who can solve your real estate problems fast for cash. Do you want to sell and just be done with it? Okay, great. I buy vacant properties, boarded up houses, pre-foreclosures, and inherited properties. I also buy apartment buildings, rental portfolios, divorce homes. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. I look forward to solving your real estate problems today. Give me a call for an all-cash offer at 614-362-2000, 614 614- Four three six two two thousand. I am EPG EMF Tech two four six eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw. Well, Coach Tap, another round coming up for your oysters this week, and I understand you're going to be going down on the farm. That's right. It is another road ball game this week. It is going to be a conference ball game getting down toward the end of the season. Every ball game is important. Every ball game for the conference championship. That's why it is going to be a fine ball game. And you're right, it is going to be down on the farm. We're going to be playing the Engineering Institute for Eastern Industrial Organizations. Boy, that is a mouthful, Coach. That's right. It sure is, and that's how come we shorten it to E-I-E-I-O. And what kind of team do they have down there this year? 
Well, they do have a fine ball team. You know, that seemed like they always have a fine ball team. Coach McDonald always has a bunch of fine ball players playing for him. That's how come he is in the race for the conference title every year. He always has a bunch of fine ball players. In fact, he's got a fine player here, fine player there, here, fine player, there, fine player. In fact, he's got a fine player everywhere, and that's how come it is going to be a real fine test for us. And you'll be playing at their place, and I understand that... Uh from what you've been telling me, they do have a very decided home field advantage there. Not only that, they like playing at home. In fact, uh, I don't believe we've ever played them boys at our place. Seems like we always go to their place and play down on the farm. And, you know, it, uh, I understand from there are advanced scouts that it is the same home field advantage that we've had or they've had ever since that we started playing them. That is, I don't know any other way to put it, but it smells down there, and it's real hard for our boys to get used to that, and their boys are used to playing in that, and that gives them a real uh, advantage. They haven't made any improvements to their home field in several years then. Well, not only that, uh, you know, they got something else going for them down there. You know, they got a lot of uh, uh, things set around on the field that you got to watch out for that you don't step in, and they know where they, all them things is, and uh, we got to be careful when we're on that field. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. The Art Turf Show brought to you today by Superior Renovations of Albany. Well, Coach Turb, let's talk a little uh, scouting report information on the opponent this week. Who is that uh, you're playing again? That's E-I-E-I-O. I won't give you their full name because it's such a mouthful, but they do have a bunch of real fine ball players. I guess we'd probably start with their quarterback, a real uh, flashy playboy type of boy like uh, what used to play for the New York Jets. Uh, Joe Namath. Uh, that's him. In fact, uh, just like him, I think that uh, Namath fellow is this boy's hero, a fellow named uh, Heffer. Hugh Heffer, he likes, to, he likes to go out with them cheerleaders after the ball game's over. He, he likes to having a good time, and uh, and uh, he's, he's a real flashy leadership-type boy on, on their team. But he and can get the job done on the field, I understand. That's right. He is their most valuable player, has been the last two years. This is his senior season. He's looking to be All-America, and uh, I think he's probably their most valuable player again. Does he have some good help in the backfield? That's right. You know, uh, he's got a real fine running game to go with him. Uh, they got some boys named uh, Mustang, McGurk, and Shorter Shetland. they got some real horses in their backfield, and, and it's a real good thing for them. They're, they're real good broken field runners because they can uh, run around that field and miss whatever it is they're not supposed to step in. Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of MX Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH Evans. chilly out there. Uh, it is winter. We just have to put up with it. A free-for-all today. The party line. Well, let's see here. 
busy, busy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I meant to print something, and and then I forgot. And then as soon as Art Turf started to play, I ran back to my desk and hit the print sign. But it was a little more complicated than that. Anyway, we're all set now. Um. Let's see, February 4th it is. And um, in terms of um, this and that, right? Uh, today is Optimist Day. National Homemade Soup Day. Sounds good. National Hemp Day. National Thank a Mail Carrier Day and National Creative Vacuum Day. What's that one all about? Um, when I was reading that earlier, I thought the same thing. I thought, are we cleaning carpets here, cleaning floors, build a vacuum? No, but the creative vacuum. Yeah, it's actually exploring spaces void of matter on this day we are challenged to create one a vacuum is created when the pressure inside a space is lower than the pressure outside the area how about that my thermos does that you know when it you fill it up super hot yep and then you put the, the top on and then as the day goes by and it cools, it creates a vacuum, makes it really hard to remove the, the top. Yeah, it just sucks that lid right down tight on it. So I guess <clears throat> we've um, achieved that uh, goal today. Uh, yep, you certainly have. Courtesy of thermos. <laughs> <laughs> My thermos used to be painted there's not a speck of paint left on it. It's old. I've carried it for so many years here. Oh, wow. I thought it was always that way. How old is that thing, by the way? It's an Aladdin made by Stanley. And they're still around, of course. Yeah. They still make great things. but um, How old do you think that thing is? The one here. The silver bullet. It's, it's got to be... 35 years, anyway. 35? It I, looks looks like a giant silver bullet. Yeah. My, um, my, the first one I used to carry, uh, something about it broke. It was also an Aladdin. But, um. Did you drop it and break the glass inside of it? No, they're, they're all metal. Remember the ones that had glass inside? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. I would carry one to school sometimes, and I was instructed, don't drop that. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, didn't know why, because I thought it would just spill. And then uh, <laughs> found out there's glass in there. Like that's Dad right. told me one morning. Well, let's see here. February 4th, the 35th day now of this calendar year, and 330 days remain. Um, our highlight in history, they say uh, 1945 on this date, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 
as well as British Prime Minister Winston Churchill and Soviet leader Joseph Stalin, began a wartime conference at Yalta. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yep, sure was. Um... You know, I, I'm i just breaking the, um, I'm leaving this uh, report for a minute. I have been, um, I don't want to put it, I've become more and more aware of my military background. And uh, for years, I've never, I mean, I, it was a very odd experience. First of all, I believe that in my family, at least on my mom's side, I can't speak to my dad's. Uh, I was the first to go and serve since the Revolutionary War. Now think about that. That's a remarkable statement. Yeah. Um, a lot of years. A lot of years. There. Um, and how did I go about doing it? I got drafted. Remember when they had that? And uh, your birthday, uh, they 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 drew birthdays and matched them with numbers. And on a certain day, they would draw a number and they'd say, "Okay, anyone born on this date must report." That was particularly done during the Vietnam era, which is the era I worked in. Well, the, um, and then I was among the, the last to be drafted. They did away with that. But um, I've, I've told this part before on the air, so if it's a repeat, I apologize. But put up for it, put up with it for a minute. Um, so I was at WCOL, downtown Columbus, right on East Broad Street. And, you know, the federal, the post office was just around the corner. Now it's Bricker Law Office. So that'd be third and gay. No, third in state. Third in state uh, was the location of the old post office. So I walked uh, a block away and said, I've just received this. They say they want me to go and report in two weeks to Fort Hayes, which was in downtown Columbus. It's now where the um, city of Columbus, uh, all their school buses they have the garages there for all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I said, uh, you know, so I, I, my job is such that I'm not very happy leaving just boom, like that. I would like to find my replacement, make sure they've been well informed by me, and so on. So how can I get out of this? They said, well, you can enlist. And uh, you have your choice of the branches of service. So I talked to um, Air Force, Marines, Army, Navy. As I recall, Coast Guard and things like that weren't options back then. Um, and the Army, um, basically, what they had to offer seemed to suit me the best at that time. And uh, they said, if you sign in for um, three years, we can give you a 90-day deferred entry. That's three months, of course. Uh, but your uh, time in the service will start counting almost immediately. So those 90 days go for rank and pay and things like that. Um, and then they said, um, you know, we can also get you into uh, an area that you'd like to be in. And I said, how about radio and television? Nope. That's full up. That's one of the uh, areas people uh, highly in demand. It's full. So um, anyway, I signed up for administrator, right? And um, so I got sent to Fort Knox. Okay, now my story is getting too long. So let me just um, put a pin in that there. <clears throat> I ended up having, um, in terms of active duty, I had signed up for three years. I did three years in five and a half months because I was in the middle of a big project at the end, and I felt I needed to see it through, and I did, just like I would of the radio station. Um, but for my time in the service, I had um, almost four years because of that deferred entry business. Now, why, why did I start all of this? Uh, be between the years of the Revolutionary War and you enlisting or being, there was no one in your family until... Yes. You? You know, there still hasn't been. Um, I, I'm in close touch with all of my um, cousins and their kids and you know what I mean. I'm still the only one. And, well, I just thought it was kind of cool. I, yeah, like, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and as I've mentioned 
to you before, we, we thank you for your service to our country. And I know you're not after that, but I always like to use the opportunity, take an opportunity to thank a veteran. I, I have a flight jacket, folks, which was uh, given to me. Well, that's a whole other story, but it's a beautiful story. I, anyway, um, and I've worn it from time to time, but this winter I've been wearing it daily. Yeah, I noticed that. It is it a pretty is, cool jacket. It is uh, so warm and uh, comfortable and easy to wear, not uh, overly, anyway, it's just perfect. And I've been amazed, again, as you just did, um, how many people have spoken to me about it and said thank you. And it's, um, it's a little bit embarrassing because I, I don't know why. I, I, it's just a little bit embarrassing. But... Um, well, it's Man, something I, you're not used to hearing. I'm proud to, to wear it. Yeah, recently. Yeah. And, you know, as we say thank you to veterans, a lot of times we would be remiss if we didn't thank the service women who served in the country and also the, the, the ladies. The wives. Yeah, the ladies that traveled with spouses and the men that traveled with their spouses, too. I mean, they're, they are just as much of a veteran as as the one that served in the armed services, uh, they gave up lots to travel around different locations, too. So I always try to include the spouses too that gave up what they did. Mom's a a, a spouse of you know veteran. Dad was a veteran. Dad was stationed at different parts of the country, and uh, also the the ladies that worked here in the United States. You know the Rosie the Riveters ladies. That contributed to the war effort when uh, they were needed to step up and they did so it yep. just reminded me of that because I, I found a few songs yesterday on the sentimental journey program that uh, the album cover has Rosie the Riveter on it and uh, it, it basically was uh, music that salutes those uh, women that helped in the war effort here stateside in production of uh, goods and services that were much needed to uh, help win World War II. But, uh, you know, speaking of the Revolutionary War, if I can get this in quickly, I have my I have a sixth generation, I think, great-grandfather that was a Revolutionary War. I think he was a lieutenant in the Revolutionary War. He's buried, I think, in Carthage Township. I didn't know that until just recently where his remains lay. But uh, there's been a few in the generation. Uh, I think maybe he, he might be the only one up to dad that served in the military as well. So something in common there. Well, let's see here. I did have a thought which caused me to start telling this story. But it has escaped me, so. So that's how we started out. Was you had I know, but ancestor and then up to. There was some reason I started this, 
And uh, maybe it'll come back to me, maybe not. So let's let's move on. Okay. About being more aware of your military service. It it wasn't that simple. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Uh, Let's see. How about birthdays, folks? Um, Let's see. Actor Jerry Adler, 92. Gary Conway, 85. John Shuck, 81. These are all actors. Um, Florence LaRue, singer from The Fifth Dimension, 79. Dan Quayle, our former vice president, 74. Alice Cooper, rock singer, 73. Actor Michael Beck, 72. Football Hall of Famer Lawrence Taylor, 62. Should I mention... um, Oh, who are the who's our big name guy this weekend? Uh, in he seventy nine, our quarterback. The you mean Tom Brady? Yes. Yeah. He seventy nine, right? No, he's not seventy nine. He isn't. <laughs> no, he's Tom Brady's forty three. The Super Bowl quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I swear, I heard he was seventy nine. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Yesterday we had a couple quarterbacks, Fran Tarkenton and Bob Greasy. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Sorry, might, I, I, I threw that in. There. He might play till he's seventy-nine. The way he's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. Oscar De La Hoya, gold medal Olympic boxer, forty-eight. Um, there's so many names I don't know. Carly Patterson, another Olympist. Olympist? I think I just made that up. Uh, Well, works for today. If it's not a word, it is now. She's a gymnast, but she also now is better known as a singer. Uh, 33. And the youngest person we have to uh, mention today is an actress, Kyla Kennedy. And she's in a TV show called Speechless, and she's 18. Well, coronavirus, I think it's time to update. Um, My stat sheet. Athens County, as of 2 o'clock yesterday, had had a total of 4,127 cases. Now, 3,556 of them are cured, recovered, which is 86.2%. That's pretty good. State of Ohio, very similar. Their recovery rate, 88.21. We did have one additional death yesterday. And for 
a very long period it was stuck at uh, six and then it was stuck at nine for a, for probably a month or so but we did add one death yesterday in our county yesterday there were 38 new cases there are presently 561 active cases. 156 of those require some level of hospital treatment. The rest are at home. State of Ohio, where we had 38 new cases, the state had 3,991 new cases, bringing their total to 906,727. Um, we have 6,766. Let me say that right. 6,766. There we go. In the ICUs about the state, 40,107 in other hospital settings, and we have 48,605 who are recovering at their homes. So where we had 906 cases so far, I'm sorry, 906,000 cases so far, we have basically just a couple shy of 800,000 that have recovered. Vaccinations. This is always a tough thing to collect. But it's my belief that as of yesterday, we had had, and I'm going to round this off, uh, 678,000 um, vaccinations. That doesn't mean they've gotten both. If, if it's one of those where you have to have it three weeks apart or four weeks apart. But they're in the system having it done. Yes, at least getting started. So that's uh, 678,000. Statewide deaths, 11,400. 30. The nation. Um, as of yesterday, 2 o'clock, 27,072,210 cases. Of those, 9,815,000 are active. 16,800,000 are recovered. I don't think I gave you the deaths, though. 1.7% uh, of those that have caught it died. And for the state, that means 459,548. 
vac vaccinations at the state level. I'm sorry, this is not the state level. This is the national level. Oh, boy. I probably confused you now. I apologize. I'll do better tomorrow. But vaccinations at the federal level, 32,780,000 are underway. That is... 7.9% of the population. Um, I think you've heard me mention again there goes my phone. Again, um, Israel is by far the best at getting their population vaccinated. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of them in, that have done better than we have. No, there's 200 and some countries in the, in the world. The U.S. is by no way means at the bottom, nothing like that. I'm just saying there's probably 10 countries that have done a little better job, but they're also rather tiny countries uh, than we have. Yeah, so their percentages are going to be a lot better. All right, well, I think I've covered enough there. Um... Let's see, I think we also have a call. Okay, hello? Hello. Are you on the air? I am. Well, good. Hi. Hi. Uh, when you did mention that with Israel, I think probably yesterday or last time you gave your um, summation, uh, I wasn't able to call in because of that strange system. As soon as you dial, it gives you that thing, that message. <laughs> anyway. What, uh, now? what does it do? It gives you a message of something. This uh, this mailbox is full. When you dialed this number times. just now? No, not just now. But in, when I tried to have a comment in regard to Israel, okay. when you brought it up last, when you read the statistics. But uh, but when you dialed this number, mm -hmm. it, you got a message of some kind. Yeah, it. Your this mailbox is full. Other people have told you that. I think. Well, I don't remember this, but I, okay. I w I'll get someone to look into that. Well, I was lucky this morning, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> in regard to Israel, my thought was when you first started bringing in different countries and so on, is that you have to look at Israel itself. It probably was not volu uh, voluntary. It was probably you had to do the, the vaccination. As you know, you have to join the military. Too, whether you want to or not. Okay. So that's probably one of the reasons why. And it was probably done by the government rather than individual places across the country, like the private entities. Well, okay. I, I mean, that's just a thought. I could be totally incorrect with my assumption, but there's something else I wanted to ask you about, and you've never mentioned it that I'm aware of. What about that woman, Marjorie? Taylor Green. 
She is Help me a stain. Out. Uh, she's a stain upon the Republican Party. She was newly elected down there in Georgia, even though she keeps per- uh, perpetuating these false narratives about um, everything, basically, including in her own voice and her own saying it, we could see this on television, that um, there was no Connecticut slaughter of those children up there in Connecticut with those 20 kids plus the teacher. And I think that was the, 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 you remember that one, right? A bit. And she said it never happened down in Florida with that guy going in there and killing those people, those children. Well, yeah, and she is a member of QAnon, and I think you said, what is QAnon the other day? That's why it's important for folks like yourself to know what these groups are, Uh, and you talk about the military was shining. The light is being shown on some of these people who are going to that rally. Hmm. They were also parts of police forces and the military, and um, they're starting to look into that and starting to have conversations with their people. You know, so I'm kind of wondering if some of these people join the military so they can become um, knowledgeable about weapons and how to use them best, which is sad because we want to trust our police and we want to trust our military. Um, But this woman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's young. uh, um, And the Republicans, I think it was yesterday, had conversations, not pretty by anyone else, they're in the, in the House of Representatives where she says, I won't do it anymore. Mm. The same thing with Trump. I won't do it anymore. But what they're doing, and I heard a um, on PBS, I did hear an interview with a former Republican, I think it was from the state of Missouri. He was outraged with what the Republican Party is doing. He's always been a lifelong Republican, and he's, he's not going to change, but he's very distressed with the fact that the way it's turning to, to these people, and they don't say anything about it. In the fact, they didn't say anything about it. They didn't. They didn't uh, expel her. They did. This woman has advocated the assassination of multiple people across the land because they happen to be Democrats. Nancy Pelosi, people uh, various other places, and no one should be in Congress who actually says we should go out and assassinate the politicians. Yeah, I certainly agree. And, and I'm thinking to myself, I haven't heard anything on your program about her. Well, you know, there's a, a woman in Wyoming, and you know how yes, I love... Yes, Cheney's daughter. Is it not her, his daughter? Um, Lynn Cheney? I think that's it. Yes, Lynn Cheney. I, I'm proud of her as a Democrat be, uh, uh, because she did the right thing as a human being. didn't matter what party she belonged to. But when you don't look at it and you just sort of, well, he's not in office anymore, so we don't have to do anything, those kinds of things, you should not just say bygones. I think that the, the Republican Party should pride themselves on looking at things, but to just cover it up again or tell people to get over it. You know, we had that guy laid to, laid to rest yesterday. Uh, you know, his ashes were carried down the steps and all of this business. He, he, he was one of the very few that, in the rotunda, I think that's, that's the place where they put the people f- being honored. And very rarely do we have anyone that's 
you know, outside of the government like that, but um, hit on the head with a fire extinguisher, and he died, and he left people that loved him. So this woman actually got got elected, even though she had the same views. Oh, I'm sorry, I won't do it anymore. Well, I believe her like I believe the guy that escaped who killed those people with his uh, weapon when he went there with a gun over uh, that young, I guess he's still a teenager, that one. He's at large now, and they're trying to find him, but I'm thinking, you have to speak out, and occasionally you have, but I did listen, and many other listens, listeners listened to the fact that you thought we should sort of let, say bygones to what happened. You didn't use those words. I don't think I did. You didn't use the words, but your, but your words you did use made me believe. You said, well, you know, let's just get on to the next thing. Well, when you're burying someone, I'm... it's hard to get on to the next thing. But, uh, I think anyway. you're, um, I, I am distressed with a number of people, and um, I do not understand how it came to be that they even managed to be elected. <laughs> but uh, it has happened, and... It's like we need some sort of new congressional rules that would prevent that. Um, it's just very distressing. Well, you, have you heard of that network called Parler? I've heard of it. Yes. Well, um, on Parler, and I don't know, but you know the guy that sells that pillow, my pillow. He's been on your news over the last week or so yep. regarding they've taken away his account, they take, took away his business account on, on the Internet because he kept espousing the same kind of false narrative that this election was stolen. And they, they keep, every time you hear that, they get, people get riled up. Mm. But I've said to you on this program in the past, I think that was a dog whistle. But when Trump was up there, he gave a dog whistle. If you understand hunting, which I think you understand, um, I come from a hunting family, and I know what a dog whistle is. Yep. And so it's just something that um, I watched that woman chase after that boy who, who survived that attack of his school down in Florida, calling him names and saying it didn't happen, and he makes up lies. Well, finally came to rest on her doorstep, but the Republicans were her cohorts in, um, in Congress did nothing about it. And I'm very proud of what the Republicans did. Not 61 of them, who vote, 61 voted against uh, Cheney to be removed from a position of power in the Republican Party currently. Uh, so she's very happy with that. But she had her right, because based on her facts that she has, she sees them, to vote to impeach Trump. But we should not let him off the hook. And that's really what we're going to probably end up doing, is letting him off the hook. Well, you guys will have to deal with that, because... You'll have to see if he's on a ballot again, whether you want to vote for him or not. And sometimes people have short memories, and they go ahead and vote him in anyway. So, so much of my own soapbox. I'll get off of it. <laughs> it's a little dizzy up there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Where is everything? Over here. Let's see what's going on. Um... I really had intended to have a little fun today, but 
you know, we've got 10 minutes left, and uh, the tone of the program has been um, different than that. Okay, what do we have? Fair enough. Okay. That's, um, if you recall, I did a study back around the inauguration of, you know, different points and accomplishments. Let me see. We have, okay. Um, of the various presidents. And I took it back to, um, what was the deepest I went? Eisenhower? I think maybe Roosevelt, I think. Okay. And uh, we have um, we covered it over several different days. And now um, what we haven't done is Barack Obama. Um, there, your caller is trying again, yeah. I believe. Okay. Where are my sheets here? Yeah, Barack Obama and, of course, Donald Trump. Now, let's first do the phone call. <laughs> Once again, I'm too late. Okay. Folks, don't don't uh, don't call yet. Here we're we're short on time today, and I'd like to finish this other thing up. And I've never told you not to call. Okay, Barack Obama, accomplishments. First president born outside of the forty-eight contiguous states. He was also the first president born in Hawaii, which is one of those areas outside. The first, first president to be biracial. His white mother was from Kansas and his black father from Kenya. Come on. I gotta knock down the volume on that. First president to be biracial. I did that. First president who was African American. First president to have a Catholic vice president, and we're talking about that of Joe Biden. Uh, he was the first lady, I'm sorry, the first president to appoint a former first lady to the cabinet. Hillary Clinton, right? He was the first president to appoint a woman to be Secretary of Homeland Security who served in that role from January 20th of 09 to September 6th of 14. Fairly long stretch. First president to appoint an African-American man as attorney general that we're talking about, Eric Holder, who served as attorney general from 09 to 15. First president to publicly endorse same-sex marriage. First president to write a line of computer code. Huh. First president to appoint a Latino American to the
to the Supreme Court. Solomeyer is uh, who we're talking about, Sonia. First president to visit a federal prison. Now that strikes me odd. Wouldn't you have thought a president would have visited a federal prison before that? Anyway, going on. First president to have his official photograph portrait taken with a digital camera. First president to light a dia, dia for Dewawi at the lighthouse. Is that it? What is that? Like a candle or something? Um, I'm not sure. What is it again? The D I Y A. To light a dia or dia. And then it's for Diwali. D I W A L I. Yeah, it's a form of a candle. Okay. First president to have the nuclear option invoked on his nominees. First president to have to address the African Union while in office. First president to have visited the Arctic Circle while in office. Again, we're talking about Barack Obama. First president to visit Hiroshima, Japan, the location where the U.S. dropped the first atomic bomb used in warfare, that in 1945. First president to write a scholarly article in a scholarly journal while holding his presidency. Going on, first president to visit Cambodia, Myanmar, Kenya, Ethiopia, and Laos while in office. And folks, that's interesting to me because, you know, I had responsibilities for Cambodia and Laos many years ago. First president to appoint an African-American woman as attorney general, Loretta Lynch we're talking about, who served as attorney general uh, basically three years. Uh, more like two, I guess. First president to grant 1,715 commutations while in office, the most to date. First president to create the world's largest protected area. I don't even know how to pronounce this word. It's longer than the Papahanaumokuakea. That's close. Which is a marine national monument. And his last accomplishment. Uh, First president to make their presidential library digital as opposed to a physical facility. All of that concerning Barack Obama. So we'll put a line right there, and sometime in the next couple days, we'll try to finish the last one, which of course is Donald Trump. So we can put these papers away again. Um, other things I brought in here. We 
did that. Uh, I have an interesting uh, story out of the New York Times this morning. Um, President Biden is starting to have a little bit of, starting to feel a little bit of, what do you want to call it, resistance from the Democrats. Um, and uh, some of his enthusiasm has waned a little bit. Um, depending on what happens between now and tomorrow, we may get to share that story with you. Um, I also brought in a, you know, one of these odd reports I get. 2021's best and worst states for singles. I just thought it would, might be of interest. Uh, yeah, we'll save that one. Didn't didn't you have an incredible fact there? Did you uh, did you know about popcorn? Yes. You really want me to do that? Yeah, you want to share it? I'll share yeah. one while you're looking it up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the the point is that thirty dollars <laughs> worth of unpopped popcorn. Thirty dollars, folks. Um, if you. If you're in a movie theater and you have $30 of raw popcorn. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. So finish this This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Disturbing news from Congress this morning about baby food. CBS News first to report findings from a House subcommittee on food from major manufacturers tainted with toxic metals. Carrie Kerner is raising her one-year-old in Westport, Connecticut. That's the least thing a mother wants to think about. You're already worrying about choking and about what goes into these foods. That's very concerning as a new mom. Researchers say developing brains can suffer permanent injury from chemicals like arsenic, cadmium, and mercury. Wearing masks is doing more than protecting people from the coronavirus. The WHO's John McCauley says cases of flu are down too. What we've seen this year is really very, very low levels across the world. 95% down on a normal year. The pace of COVID vaccinations is slowly picking up. More than 27 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. For many who haven't, it's frustration that's growing. CBS's Cammie McCormick. When this Colorado woman turned up for an appointment with her 90-year-old husband, Husband, he was turned away. It was something that it seemed that they could easily have done, but wouldn't do. It was just really, really frustrating. I was in tears. A lot of younger Americans are now pitching in to help after struggling to get her 90-year-old mother a vaccine. Margaret Charlie in Oregon set up a website for seniors that she updates daily. She encourages others to do the same. Even just reaching out to the neighbor across the street. If each of us um, reach out in this way, I think that we can make a big difference. She even connects seniors with 